Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of NemosNewsNetwork.com, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. On this episode, a new Department of Defense study confirms the worst. Female soldiers who are pregnant are experiencing absolutely catastrophic rates of abnormalities and fetal problems after taking the vaccines. Newly released body cam footage from D.C. police show that they were assaulting an unconscious woman who later died. I mean, violently beating an unconscious woman. Who can imagine such a thing? That is the left's hatred for us. Also, Dr. Li Mingyan, the whistleblower from China, says that China released the COVID-19 virus intentionally and, quote, this was not an accident, end quote. And we also have a Pennsylvania high school teacher being suspended for hosting a drag show without parental consent, and new COVID bills fining parents for unvaxxed kids and doubling their income taxes. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Let's dive in. Got sleep issues? Let me guess. All natural sleep aids don't work for you. Well, they only have one or two ingredients to help you sleep. What good is that? Try the brand new Sleepy Joe Sleep Aid. With 18 powerful sleep-inducing ingredients, Sleepy Joe is guaranteed to put you out like Sleepy Joe in his mama's basement. The label says take two, I take one. 30 minutes before I plan to sleep, and dag nabbit, I'm out like a light for about 8 hours. Grab yourself a bottle at redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. It sells out fast, so take action now. That's redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. Lights out. NemosNewsNetwork.com Breaking the cycle of fake news. New January 6th body cam footage shows that police officers were assaulting Roseanne Boyland multiple times on the head as she laid there unconscious, motionless on the ground. And use-of-force experts like Stanley Kefart have reviewed the footage and concluded that the three full-force blows by D.C. police officer Lila Morris constituted a felony assault with intent to cause great bodily harm. Kefart even called Morris's use of force, quote, indefensible, end quote, and said that the internal affairs investigation of Boylan's death is a, quote, clear and convincing cover-up, end quote. New studies have shown that, yes, indeed, women are experiencing massive changes to their hormonal cycles, their periods, their menses, and it's changing, it's shortening, it's getting longer, it's going away, it's coming back, and that's not the end of it, or even the worst part. It's also wreaking havoc on pregnancies with absolutely catastrophic rates of abnormalities and fetal problems. This is going through the roof, and we may not have much of a people left to save if all of our young, age-bearing women are sick and unable to have children. I mean, what kind of mutant, sick, or diseased babies are we creating here? These poor children come out either dead, dying, incredibly sick, having heart attacks as newborns. I mean, the kind of thing that we have to be living in hell to have this done to our own people to destroy our own people so completely, so wholly. We are being destroyed by an enemy. They are poisoning our people, especially our youth and elderly. They are 
looting our economy, destroying our supply chain, starving us soon with food shortages, and bringing us into World War III with no real benefit or reason for America to do so. It does not serve our interests, although it may serve the interests of people like the Bidens and the Soroses and the Klaus Schwabs of the world who want us to eat the damn bugs and own nothing and be happy, like good slaves. But in the end, my heart really goes out to the babies. Those poor children are just born, looking to mom for love, and they've already been poisoned. They have no idea what's happening to them. All they really have is a bundle of emotions and a whole lot of hope, and this hope is being taken from them. But they don't have a voice, so we have to be that voice to defend them. The Chinese whistleblower, Dr. Li Mingyan, who basically already outed China as being responsible for the virus, is now saying that it was not an accident. This was intentional. They did it on purpose. She says that there are a lot of motives behind it, but she thinks the most important thing is that the Chinese Communist government wanted to develop this in order to destroy the world order. Which makes a kind of sense, because after those trade deals that President Trump forced China to sign, their economy was tanking, their prestige was tanking, um, they had to do something in order to rebalance the power, and they did. Um, although this was part of a larger agenda, it makes a certain sense from a Chinese perspective to reset the, the game, so to speak, by flipping the table over completely. And that's what they did with COVID. It gave them an equal footing with the rest of us, so to speak, although they have a lot more people than most other nations. So they don't mind losing tons of people. Apparently, so do the other nations. They all don't mind losing tons of people because they're killing off their own. So we're seeing a larger agenda play out. I mean, China, yeah, they dropped the virus on the world, and yes, they did it on purpose, but then all of the world's leaders and most of the countries out there basically jumped on it, used it to poison and control their own people, and roll out the Great Reset, the New World Order, something they had been planning for a long time. This was all planned. It's all part of the agenda. But yes, she is right. China did it on purpose. The question is... Whose purpose. I briefly want to give you a quick tour of one of the sections on the Serapium.com, our new archive of all of the hidden history of mankind and the mystery Babylon religion of the deep state. And that's the part we're going to talk about briefly here, just kind of a short introduction, if you will, to the topic at the Serapium.com. I actually just pulled up the mystery Babylon uh, tag or, or category over here on the left. There's a bunch of different categories. And this is some of the stuff that has that tag. I mean, we talk about the dark history of Valentine's Day, or the secret history of Halloween, or deals with the devil, a musical history of people making actual deals with the devil like we see today in Hollywood. I mean, why do all of these young Christian stars go to Hollywood can't seem to get anywhere, and then suddenly they're pumping out Illuminati symbolism and Satan music, and they're famous. There's a reason for that, because they're making deals with people in Hollywood who are Satanists, and they're basically being utilized as a tool to spread you know, the, the culture. It's a culture war tool. They sign up to be soldiers of Satan in a culture war, and in exchange they get fame and glory and power and money and all those things that come with the, the temporary... Um, fun of making a deal with a very permanent evil. 
So we also have things like the tomb of Gilgamesh, Nimrod and Osiris and Apollo. It's all the same guy. It's all the same person, but they have different names because of the Tower of Babel. So when you figure that out, you realize history is not actually as complicated as they make it out to be. It's actually a lot simpler. And then there's another one here. Uh, the Do Conspiracies Really Exist? It's a, it's a Mises Institute article. It's really good. And it goes into... Um, you know, from a more skeptical perspective, if you're trying to introduce people to this topic uh, of conspiracies and, you know, rabbit hole stuff, that's a great one to, to send them first off. Um, it's not exactly, it's surface level from a conspiracy mindset, but it's very well written and well thought out and logical. So for the non-conspiracy theorists out there, um, they may that that's a good gateway for them. Like, oh yeah, maybe maybe conspiracies do really exist. And then you can show them the rest of the website. We have things like the CIA using media to manipulate. And this includes uh, congressional hearings where the CIA is constantly begging for executive session because they don't want to tell the public what they're doing in an open congressional hearing. Anyway, there's a lot of stuff uh, on this topic and uh, there's a lot more down below. I'm not even going to go through. But, you know, some of the best I think um, articles in this topic might be something like the Rulers of Darkness article that I did, which is just an introduction really to what the elite believe in their own words, uh, what they worship, how they worship it, and what their plans for the world are. It's a really good article, actually. It's still in development. Anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed this little uh, detour of the new Serapium archive and library, and now back to our program. Time Magazine correspondent for Time Magazine National apparently thinks that uh, freedom of speech is a, quote, white male obsession, end quote, as though other people don't care about freedom of speech or the other freedoms that it protects or something, which doesn't make any sense. It's just left-wing culture attacks. That's all it is. They're just constantly trying to call everyone they don't like a racist because complaining and whining and being a cry-bully is how they've gotten everything that they've gotten so far. It's how they've gotten all the power and wealth and prestige and you know political clout that they have accumulated. It's worked for them so far. So why not just keep calling everyone a racist? They don't realize it doesn't work anymore. They don't realize, at least from our side, we're immune to words like racist or bigot or um, you know transphobe or homophobe or all this crap that doesn't mean anything anymore because they're calling everyone that they don't like all of these words. I mean, if you call someone literally Hitler, it doesn't bother me because what the hell does that even mean anymore? They called Trump literally Hitler. They've called uh, me, who's married to a Chinese woman from Taiwan, not China, They've called me racist. They've called people like uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, who's gay, transphobic. I mean, it doesn't mean anything anymore. These words are just confrontation. Will you back down? Will you not back down? It's that simple. And if you don't back down, their game stops. It doesn't work anymore. Um, they're bullying everyone else into submission using words that might embarrass the other people. It just stops working. It does not have any power. And that's why you're seeing an authoritarian rise. They're moving over to the stick because the shaming method uh, does not work anymore. If you haven't already, go check out our sponsor, redpillliving.com, and pick up a bottle of our Sleepy Joe, our all-natural, powerful sleep formula that will leave you well-rested without the grogginess or the hangover the next day, and it won't damage your liver the same way that most of those over-the-counter or even prescription drugs will, maybe all of them. 
And we also have some other really incredible stuff like the Great Awakening Gourmet Coffee for Patriots from Patriots supporting independent media. And we have amazing super vitamins like our liposomal vitamin C or D, which will harden your immune system beyond anything you can imagine. With that said, back to our program. APAC has apparently shunned Republican voters that were endorsed by President Trump, and instead they have endorsed Trump hater Liz Cheney. With friends like that, who needs enemies, right, Trump? I mean, they basically stabbed the most pro-Israel president in history in the back and endorsed the anti-Trump Liz Cheney, who is basically running the witch hunt against him, even trying to put him in jail. So apparently they completely forgot everything that Trump had did for them, and now they are trying to support his enemy that puts him in jail. Maybe he can go to his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and Ivanka Trump, who are members of Chabad, and ask them, hey, what's going on? Why are, uh, you know, APAC and Israel turning on me? And uh, by the way, while you're asking them about that, why don't you ask them about the Noahide laws, which outlaw Christianity and kill Christians? And that's something that Talmudic worshiping Jews are all about, including Chabad, which is Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump's religion. They are hardcore Jewish supremacist Satanists. That's written in their own book. You don't have to take my word for it. Go to the serapium.com or anywhere and look up the Talmud and just see what it has to say about Jesus and about Christians and about any non-Jews. Now, not all Jews are Jewish supremacist Talmudic Satan worshippers, of course, but I do expect a large percentage of APAC probably is. Certainly, President Trump's own son-in-law and daughter are. And this is not my opinion. This is in their own words. They admit they are part of the religion. The religion's main book talks about some pretty evil stuff and you know, basically says that Jesus had sex with his own donkey and a bunch of other horrible stuff. So this is um, the people that are running the show behind the strings, the Talmudists, the Freemasons, the secret societies, the Jesuits, they're pulling the strings and they're running the world. It's important that we know what they believe in their own words, but you're not allowed to look at that stuff. And if you do, you're either called a conspiracy theorist or you're killed because it actually says that Christians who look into the Talmud should be killed in the Talmud. Wild, right? But I'm already on all the other lists, so why not? A Lancaster County, Pennsylvania school teacher in Hempfield School District was suspended after dressing in drag and inviting three other drag queens who barely had any clothes on to perform for a bunch of young children in school. And this is not the first time it's happened. I mean, they've paid children thousands of dollars to set up uh, drag shows where the teachers are enjoying, I guess for pleasure, young children dressing up in drag or barely any clothes and performing, you know, sexually provocative musical, whatever, right? That's what a drag show is. They just basically uh, dress up like nasty, slutty women, prostitutes really, and perform music uh, lip syncing uh, because they're always, you know, feminine singers and it's always some big dude trying to act like that so they can't actually sing it they have to usually lip sync it it's i've seen drag shows i actually worked at a gay bar for a while as a bartender long story but uh i've seen drag shows i've had drag shows uh attendees hit on me a bunch of one drag queen actually said i'm tiffany bonet i'll make you famous trying to hit on me one time it was it was awkward i just kind of brushed it off took it as a compliment 
I never really got offended when gay people hit on me, but that's kind of the lifestyle that they live, and it's constant. It's every night, every chance they get a, a chance. It's it's the drugs, the booze, and the sex. That's all that lifestyle cares about. And look, that lifestyle, the the partying, the the sex, the drugs, all of that stuff. Like I've been on the edge of it a little bit. I've never really been big into drugs. I, I saw what it did to my mom and my brother and my sister and my my mom's sister and. They started with with pills and opioids, and they ended up on heroin and and prostituting and, and terrible stuff. But you know, I'm I'm not, I wasn't that bad. Um, but I did sort of chase women for a long time in my youth. I mean, that was my thing, my weakness, my vice. Uh, I didn't do drugs. I didn't drink much. But I liked to go out and dance. I liked to go out and party. I liked to go womanize. And I used to be really good at it. And I mean, that's what I did with my my free time. I mean, I basically researched the deep state. I researched things that I like to learn about. That's always been my thing. But during my social activities, I would go chase women. And it was a huge, massive waste of my time. I wish that I could get that time back now as an older guy. But, I mean, ultimately, that's this lifestyle. They're chasing the next high, the next pleasure, the next uh, something that will make their life feel a little bit less miserable because these people are incredibly depressed, miserable people. I've never met a drag queen that was not sex-obsessed, drug-addicted, and, you know, just emotionally a wreck chasing the next fun thing. And that is the subculture. That is the lifestyle, the nightclub lifestyle. That's what all the kids are doing these days. That's what I got out of early because I kind of got tired of it. I started at 15 drinking, and I got done by 21. Everybody else was starting at 21, and I was like, ugh, I'm done, it's gross, I'm tired. I've been throwing parties and you know all of that since I was a teen, and I'm done with it. Um, I'm making myself sound worse than I probably really am. But I've experienced this lifestyle. Um, I've been on the edge of some of these drag shows where you know I ended up in gay clubs chasing down girls sometimes. So I've been around a lot of gay people, and uh, I always thought it was great. Less competition for me, and then more girls would want to talk to me at the gay club because I was the only straight guy. Okay, I could handle that. But I've seen these things. I've seen drag shows in person myself, and it's gross. It really is. It has no place around children. It has honestly no place in a civilized society. And the only reason that we have such things is because we have so many broken, damaged people out there who are chasing the next fun thing or the next high or the next whatever, right? These are not well-adjusted people who are in control of their own emotions, I've never met one who was, and that probably includes the ones who are being nominated to positions of authority all over our government, uh, making decisions that impact all of us. Um, The suicide rate for gender dysphoria is around 50% even after they get surgeries, and that's because they're nuts. That's because they're insane. That's because they have massive emotional disabilities or handicaps, which could get them in a lot of trouble or hurt the people around them. I mean, examples abound, but when you trigger a, uh, a man who thinks he's a woman, he's going to beat your ass. That's that simple because he's filled with testosterone and rage and emotional issues. It's not ladylike to suddenly assault someone in a fit of rage, but they don't care because they're not ladies. They're just confused people. So again, I'm not bashing here. I'm trying to sort of just share my thoughts having experienced transgenders and what this is going to do to children 
you know this is going to set them up to follow the same lifestyle this is this is the the sickness trying to spread itself this is the 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 mentally ill people running the crazy house this is the demons running the church and these people have no place near children sometimes i talk about before you know trump and q and and hope i was a nihilist i i'd basically given up hope i i thought we were doomed i knew what was coming and and i saw all of this stuff coming from miles away um, i've been studying it since i was 15 16 17 years old and i just had no hope of beating the deep state and their new world order agenda so i was i was just lost in depression nihilism i was trying to chase the next thing too and then i found hope i found purpose i found a way to use what i know to help people and I found a chance maybe to make a difference. And that's what changed my life. Now that I'm a father and a husband, I'm, I'm worried about the world that we're leaving behind for our children. And this issue of transgenderism and what's being forced on our children is a big part of it. Earlier I mentioned the Rulers of Darkness post. And really if you go back into the far history and the occult, transgenderism is not a new thing. It comes from ancient Babylon and the Inanna, Isis, Ishtar type worship. I mean, same woman, same goddess, you know, little G, same Nephilim, uh, offspring of the fallen angels, you know, but still mortal, not a god at all, just more powerful than we were. Anyway, she was a real flesh and blood creature back in ancient Babylon, ancient Sumeria, Ishtar, Inanna, Isis. Um, that is one of the originations of the transgenderism or androgynous obsession. I mean, they changed her name later to things like Aphrodite and made her more about, like, you know, sluttiness and love. But basically, the original uh, whore slash war slash uh, transgender goddess was Inanna. And she was evil. I mean, very evil. Another blood sacrifice goddess. And you see echoes of that in things like the Baphomet, which are also androgynous. Uh, the Baphomet being a goat man demon with a penis and breasts, which itself, the Baphomet being a uh, sort of a reinterpretation or, uh, you know, different name and symbol for Amun, the original sort of goat demon or Satan, which was just his name in Egypt, Amun. I'm sure many of you have heard of Amun-Ra, it's related. They merge a lot of these things later, and they become, like, multiple gods become one god, or one god becomes multiple gods. Uh, like with uh, the DC statuary, if you go there, it's filled with pagan uh, statues and symbols, but one of them is Nimrod, broken down into Ninursa and Ninurtu, I think it is, uh, those two different male and female aspects of Nimrod, the original Nimrod from the Bible who built the Tower of Babel. It's there in DC for all to see. If you know and if you can understand the symbols, if you can understand the history, if you can piece the dots together, then you see the map. And that map is at the Serapium.com, by the way. We're building that map to make it easy for everyone, no matter what level they're at or how much time they have, to see the map, to connect the dots. The Serapium.com slash map. And my hope for this website at the end is for people to be able to use it to share the truth and to prove the truth, even if they have to go and debate the truth with other people. But to be able to stand on that truth, to, to show people exactly the evidence, exactly the science, exactly the facts, to know where they can find it, for everything to be sort of 
easy and hyperlinked up and cross-referenced for everyone to use and utilize. Basically, the library of truth. That's what we're making, and I want everyone to, to be able to access and use it. In Rhode Island, they have now introduced a new COVID bill fining parents for unvaccinated children, even doubling their income taxes if they do not receive an exemption. So if you're not part of the in crowd, you're going to have to pay more taxes in Rhode Island if this bill passes. It was, of course, introduced by Senator Samuel W. Bell, who is a radical leftist, of course. Listen, folks, they want you dead. They want you sick. They want you enslaved. They want you dependent. And if you don't listen, they're going to punish you. It's that simple. What are you going to do about it? And the culture war isn't just about sexualizing your children or getting them to be gay or transgender. It's also about turning them away from God and Christ and toward something else. For example, North Carolina parents are protesting an elementary school's after-school Satan club, which is just one of many. It's a chain. It's not a single school at all. And these after-school Satan clubs are popping up everywhere, all over the nation, and they're influencing children. They're making Satan to be cool and God to be lame. And this sort of emotional manipulation is as damaging and long-lasting as hormone-blocking chemicals that ruin children for the rest of their lives, forcing them basically to become transgender because they don't fit in anywhere else. I hope that you have found this video to be of value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, and subscribing at nemosnewsnetwork.com news. Don't forget to shop Patriot with our sponsors and support us because we are 100% listener-funded and heavily censored and demonetized. You can do so by shopping Patriot with our sponsors like redpillliving.com, greenpillliving.com, where we have amazing high-quality CBD with full-spectrum CBG in it as well. Powerful tinctures that will completely obliterate whatever CBD you're using now. 3,000 milligram. I mean, it's powerful stuff. You don't need much, and it goes really far. We also have gourmet coffee for patriots, including organic options at thegreatawakeningcoffee.com and the best and most censored books out there at thegreatawakeningbooks.com. So check them out. You can find all of our links anytime you want at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. We'll see you guys on the next one. Nemos out.